Hello and welcome to the Life in Plym podcast. I'm Tilda. And I'm Millie. And we've been your guides to life in 2020 as a student in Plymouth. 2020 saw the whole world working together to combat a virus. We had to learn how to live with the new normal. And it's been a difficult year for many of us. But contrary to what you might believe, it's not all been about the pandemic. We saw people across the world stand up against racism. And we saw some powerful protests with the Black Lives Matter movement. We also didn't take climate change off our agenda. This year saw a record drop in our emissions and the UK have committed to a greener future. Our friends in America also elected a new president and have pushed hate out of the White House. And of course, we got to see politicians across the world give adorable press conferences to children. So yeah, 2020 might have been a bit stressful and different, but it's also been a year of huge positive change and the collective coming together as people. What a year it's been. And I'm excited to say that if you're listening to this, you have almost made it through 2020. Go us. (laughs) Today is a special episode, not only because we're talking about the good news stories that you may have missed this year, but it's our final episode of the year. Oh no, the last one. (laughs) We're definitely going to be missed, right? (laughs) It feels like it's all over so fast but we have had an absolute blast being able to talk to you and maybe helped you feel proud to be a University of Plymouth student. I hope so. I'm really glad we get to end the podcast this way as well because I've definitely realised now more than ever how how important it is to look out for good news stories when things seem pretty glum and down. And things have definitely seemed pretty glum this year so what have we got for our listeners today then? So, of course, it goes without saying that we'll be celebrating successes from University of Plymouth students. Our wonderful, amazing students who we love so much. And we will also be showcasing our favourite stories from the UK and around the world. And we couldn't do this episode without mentioning some cool dog stories from this year. Yay! (laughs) we got to love a dog story. So... I actually can't wait to get started and just talk about some positive things. So let's do this. So here is our Christmas gift to you, a box full of optimism, hope and festive cheer. Yay! Our first good news story comes from a student paramedic from the university, which is pretty awesome in itself. This is one of those sad stories with a silver lining at the end. Yeah, definitely. So Hannah and her granddad and other family members as well started a national campaign to remember lost loved ones who have passed away from COVID-19 this year. The campaign is called the Yellow Hearts campaign. And what it is, is that people put a yellow heart in their window or in the pavement to show that they've lost someone due to this pandemic. The idea came after Hannah sadly lost her grandma to the disease. The family didn't want their loved ones just to be another statistic, and it's become something of a national symbol throughout the pandemic. Family members have also created a web page to connect people who may be grieving and to share stories of their lives. It's really a lovely story, actually, and we know that Hannah and her family are keen to raise more awareness of the idea 
and it even got national news coverage so we'll put a link in the description for you i just i love this story because it kind of acknowledges the struggle and the loss that a lot of us have experienced this year but it's found a way to remember that in a positive manner and like found a way to honor the people we've lost and the people who are grieving um and it's just awesome that this has come from a university of plymouth student and you can just tell that her and her family are so passionate and care so much about other people i couldn't agree more i think it's amazing to be able to find a way to connect and a silver lining in this time especially if this year has been harder for you than it's been for others potentially and it's just connecting people who are able to share stories and remember their lost loved ones it's just it's it's so lovely and it's so communal and just really like what humans are really good at Mm -hmm. couldn't have said it better myself so if you are a student and you've lost someone this year and you're looking for something positive or memorable to do to honor them or help with your grief then definitely check out the yellow hearts campaign So our next story is a really cool story. This podcast would, of course, not be complete without a cool doggo story. So we had to squeeze one in there. Of course. And it's nice to have something a little bit silly to cheer us all up. So after much consideration, because there are so (laughs) many cool doggos out there. Different stages. (laughs) I do feel like this is like the the doggo awards, you know? I wish that could be a thing. (laughs) But this isn't the Doggo Awards, although we do have a few honourable mentions. So there's a study that showed that dogs' heart rate increases when their owners say, I love you. And another story, which is a close contender, a rescue dog that helps save endangered whales by sniffing out poop as a conservation canine. Gotta love that poop-sniffing dog. (laughs) But... Our favourite story of the year comes from an awesome German Shepherd. And maybe it's a bit biased because I have a German Shepherd myself and they are wonderful dogs. And this isn't about my own dog, don't worry, but we are going to tell you what makes this dog so special. So one day during early lockdown in April, an American couple were looking for a way to keep themselves entertained, as we all were. So they set up a game of Jenga, And their German shepherd was very intrigued. So this is a quote from the couple who said, There she was, ready to play along, without any training. She she seemed to just figure out what to do. She saw them playing, went to grab a block, and managed to keep the tower upright, also casually. I just love the sound of that. Like, this dog just watching them play and just like, yep. My turn now. (laughs) Literally, like, the dog's bored too. They want in on the game. Exactly. And they made a really cool video that you guys should check out. So the dog's called Anya, and she's grabbing a loose block and pulling it out gently with her teeth, then placing it on the coffee table and waiting for the opponent to take their turn. And it's so cute, and I just can't wait for you to see it. So we'll put the link in the description for that one as well. Honestly, I think I just need board game playing dogs to get me through the rest of this year and I hope I see more of that in 2021 I know imagine if you had been in lockdown with your dog on you could have trained them trained them so much and trade them to play Jenga with you it would have been so cool definitely (laughs) someone to keep me company 
Yeah, of course. So, moving away from doggos and moving back to another success story from our very own students. We definitely love these. So we wanted to share with you another amazing story. And there are so many amazing stories, we could only pick a few of them. So this story is about a student called Adley, a third year dental student. And they started doing some wonderful community work during the lockdown earlier on this year. She started volunteering with Plymouth Soup Run and cooked meals for about 80 people each Tuesday. During her time, she applied for a 70,000 grant to help with the cause, which now also includes a food bank. And we are delighted to say that she was successful in her application. And just thinking about how many people will benefit from this selfless act is incredible. Honestly, like it warms my heart so much to see our students just care so much about the community and direct their energy during this really stressful time into helping other people. And I think it's something we've seen a lot of this year, um, you know, not just in Plymouth, everywhere. And when this year has gone tough, it's definitely stories like this I've liked to think about to make myself feel better. Yeah, I think there are so many kind of communities as well that have come come closer and helped each other out and set up, set up their own kind of little whatsapp groups or whatever and even that in itself just helping each other out locally is amazing but this just goes above and beyond she kind of put her own kind of feelings and worries aside and went to help those who are less fortunate than her and that's incredible and i think i just want to take this moment to say a huge thank you and invisible round of applause to every single person who has volunteered in 2020 Whether you're volunteering at food banks or you're doing community drop-offs or you're helping people get their prescriptions or you're tidying up the local park. Like there's been so much volunteering this year and so many people doing things to benefit other people in the wider community. And I think that's just been one of the amazing things of 2020. So an official huge thank you from us at Life in Plym. I completely agree. And I also want to say a massive thank you as well and I wish we could give you a massive round of applause and give you all awards for all the great things that you've done but hopefully this is enough our recognition is enough hopefully and we would definitely hurt your ears if we started clapping right now so just like (laughs) picture it (laughs) so coming up another good news story Who would have thought there would have been so many that we have to pick and choose which one's so good in the podcast, right? It's actually been really fun, I think, putting this podcast together because I definitely feel like I've floated through 2020, pretty much only seeing all the negative and the bad stuff. So just sitting down and taking some time to Google good news stories has really made me realise that there's been a lot of nice or amazing or interesting things that have happened this year that we haven't noticed because it's been drowned out by you know pandemic and politics and things like that so I definitely recommend after this podcast just googling good news stories because it feels great I'm sat here nodding nodding along but realize you can't see me but I do agree because even just being able to like look on there's a website we looked at to find a lot of these stories we spoke to people about have you do you know anything that's good that's happened this year and We'd looked um, on Twitter and things like that. And there's actually so many places where you can look for all these stories. And um, they're just not widely showcased enough. I just think they, they don't reach the headlines and because 
you always kind of see the negative stuff first, which is what I did realise this year. And to make that conscious effort to go out and look for good news stories, it can actually really change your perspective and it can actually change your, your mood and your attitude. Yeah, and I think it's an act of self-care, just actively seeking out good news when we're constantly being barraged and surrounded with negative news and stressful news. It is a radical act of self-care just to go off and find something positive to read. Exactly. So this next story is a pretty great one. And I mean, they're all great in their own way, to be honest. But Tilda, would you like to introduce this next one for us? Of course. And I am so excited about this one because it's a major win for everyone who identifies as LGBTQ+. So the headline for this story is that more LGBTQ plus candidates won elected office in the US this year than ever before. Joining the growing list of LGBTQ plus politicians elected in Europe, we have seen a historical and momentous shift in American politics, with 782 appearing on the ballot this year and 334 winning their elections. Yeah, amazing. So that means about 42% of LGBTQ candidates won their elections in November. And a decade or two ago, that would have seemed unimaginable. And now here we are. I mean, I'm actually really proud of this because there's been such a push for equality this year in particular. And because to to me and Tilda, it's just something that should be innate and without question, it really does make us seem like feel hopeful for the future definitely yeah I completely agree I think this is something that's really just yeah made me feel made me feel hope and made me feel that like maybe slowly we are going in the right direction and obviously this new story comes from the US but the US is obviously a political powerhouse and a lot of countries take a lead after seeing what the US are doing so I really hope that this is a pattern we see across the world and that we get better LGBTQ plus representation, better representation of people of colour, better representation of people living with disabilities and so on. I think the future is going to be politics that works for everybody. We've just got to keep going and be hopeful that the change will come. Yeah, I think this year, more than ever, I've felt a change. I felt a change in this the sort of equality agenda and the sustainability agenda, I feel like there's a lot more positivity surrounding it and a lot more kind of passion and activism. And um, even if that includes protests, it's still amazing that people want to get their voices heard. And I think people are listening. And I think that is such a huge thing to take away from this year that we are being listened to and things that we care about are being kept on the agenda and, and being put on the agenda as well. Mm -hmm. It's actually amazing. It really is. And that reminds me really quickly of another story that relates, uh, which just demonstrates what you've said, that people are speaking and people are listening and people are shouting and they're being heard. Basically on Twitter, uh, the number one hashtag was Black Lives Matter. And then the fastest growing hashtag in the LGBT sphere was trans rights are human rights. And that is a hell of a lot of people speaking up and a hell of a lot of people sharing that and discussing that and a movement growing from that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it just shows that kind of our conversation has been just taken online. And it just and that's 
amazing, especially during a time where we've been quite disconnected from people. We've been able to connect on our beliefs and our values and bring more people along in the conversation. And that's been incredible. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So finally, we only have time for one last good news story. And it is definitely something we are passionate about on this podcast. Drum roll, it's the environment. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Maybe I'll edit in a drum roll there. <laughs> so this year during lockdown, we became ever more connected with nature and the outdoors. We grew houseplants, fruit and veg. We went for long walks in nature and we just really appreciated our natural areas around us. Some of us may even have been lucky enough to see wildlife returning to areas. Yeah, I know I saw so many seals this year and it's been incredible. And what I never thought I'd see like just pop up in Plymouth um, at the at the Hoe and at the Barbican and around the harbours and stuff. I've just seen so many, probably the same one following me. But it's just been amazing to experience that. So following on from this and like I said in a previous podcast I am very jealous that you've seen a seal but (laughs) you know good news for everyone not just for you so the government appears to be taking positive steps towards protecting our wild areas and working to prevent climate change yeah so recently the government have unveiled their 10 point plan for a green industrial revolution which includes things like advancing offshore wind green public transport, cycling and walking, and accelerating the shift to zero emission vehicles, which is all pretty exciting. And the plan has been heavily criticised, as government plans quite rightly should be. But we don't think this is bad news, do we, Mill? No, definitely not. So for me, like as a sustainability student, I see it as quite hopeful. I think it's like a chance for us to move in the right direction and to protect our environment and ultimately our own species really. I agree and I think sometimes you do have to take the winds which whichever way they come and they may not be what you expected but we all have to keep a positive and optimistic perspective. Exactly I, I always say this every time you say something I'm like yeah I agree we never disagree apparently. We don't. But, <laughs> but it's really true because as people who care about the environment, it can be really easy to get caught up in all the negative things that are going on. And if you don't stop and think, okay, what positive action has come this year or this week or this month, then you kind of end up in a rabbit hole and spiral and just kind of, it's just it, getting trapped in negative thoughts is, is not a good thing. And especially as, I don't know, an environmentalist, you have to stay optimistic. Yeah. And especially if you're, if you do activism or if you are constantly using your voice to speak out about any issue it really helps to check out the good news stories and not only give yourself some energy and some motivation but remind yourself what it is you're fighting for yeah and even if it's that if it's just taking a walk in nature to reconnect with everything and to feel close to nature a little bit once more it can be really powerful and it can actually just like just give you a reason to keep motivated and keep optimistic okay I'm this is what I'm fighting for this is what I want to protect so a little bit of green good news for you all (music) 
And that does bring us to the end of this episode. Can you believe that all of that good news happened during 2020? I'm just trying not to cry that it's the end of the podcast. I know, it is emotional. (laughs) Yeah, it might be hard to feel positive this year, but that's completely okay. It has been a tough year and we can't undermine that at all. And we don't want to. We, We just want to bring you these good news stories of hope to give you something small to feel happy about. We hope that 2021 brings more change, more protests, more love, more funny animals and more good news. But for now, you all deserve a break this year. So finish up your studies, make yourself a hot chocolate and relax, even if it's just for a day. Happy winter break, however you choose to celebrate it. And one final thank you, cry, cry. (laughs) (laughs) One final thank you to everyone who has tuned into this podcast this semester. If you loved it, let us know. If you want us to come back next year, let us know. But for now, this is goodbye. Aren't we going to sing them off one last time? (laughs) What song should we do? Oh, I'm drawing a blank here. (laughs) I did learn this song from wartime Britain, you know. Oh, we'll God. meet again, don't know <laughs> when, <Okay. laughs> don't know when. <laughs> but I know we'll, we'll meet again, again some sunny, sunny day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.